This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm an emergency critical care veterinary specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about anemia or low red blood cell count in cats. We'll be right back after these messages. Are you listening to this right now with a cell phone clenched between your teeth as you frantically flip pages on your paper calendars? Or are you a new breed of groomer, bred for speed and efficiency of movement? 123 Pet Software automates your communications, doing the reminding, confirming, thanking, and marketing for you. 123 Pet centralizes your schedule, employees, clients, inventory, and more. 123 Pet is the business management software you need. Start minding your business today. Visit 123petsoftware.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about a relatively common problem that I see at the ER Vet all the time, and that's anemia in cats. Now, this is especially important if your cat was just diagnosed with anemia. Before you freak out, I want to explain what we're going to do about this. Now, let's first define what anemia is. Anemia is just a fancy word for saying that your cat has a decreased number of red blood cells circulating in the body. Now, in veterinary medicine, we define this as something called a PCV or packed cell volume. Human medicine oftentimes will measure this by something called a hematocrit or an HCT. Semantically, they're really similar. And when I refer to a packed cell volume, that really means the amount of red blood cells circulating in your cat's body. Now, in a normal, healthy adult cat, your PCV should be about 35 to 50%. So anything below 35% really means that your cat is anemic. Now, keep in mind, really young kittens are typically anemic because their bone marrow is still maturing. So it's going to take them a little bit, a couple of months before their red blood cell count is normal. Now, as an emergency critical care veterinary specialist, I end up seeing a lot of cats with anemia and I get referred a lot of these cases. The one interesting thing I will say about cats, and every single cat owner already knows this, but cats are so subtle when it comes to showing their clinical signs or their medical problems. And this probably stems from the fact that they descended from big cats. A big cat like a lion isn't going to show their competition that they're sick. So they're not going to show signs until it's really, really severe. So I always tell people by the time a cat shows clinical signs, please don't beat yourself up. Please know that cats are really, really good at hiding their signs. But that means if your cat is showing any clinical signs at all, you always want to call your veterinarian or get to the ER vet right away. Now, most of the time when I'm seeing cats coming into the ER vet with anemia, we're talking about red blood cell counts as low as 10 to 12 to 15%. 
Remember, normal is about 40%. That means some cats are coming in with only a quarter or a third of the normal amount of red blood cells that a normal cat should have. Now, there's three general categories for why we see anemia in cats and dogs. Typically, it's because of either inadequate production of red blood cells. In other words, maybe the bone marrow isn't just producing red blood cells. Sometimes we can see this with chronic illness. So if your cat is chronically ill, it's got a chronic medical problem, the bone marrow isn't good at spitting out these red blood cells. And we actually call this, quote, anemia of chronic disease, end quote. So inadequate production of red blood cells is one of the top reasons why I see anemia in my veterinary patients. The second reason is because of increased destruction of red blood cells. The red blood cells are either rupturing or they're being destroyed. In a previous episode of ER Vet, I've talked about a disease called immune-mediated hemolytic anemia. Sounds like a mouthful, but we abbreviate this as IMHA. So I encourage you to check out that previous episode for more information. Now in that episode, I did talk about how this is more common in dogs. I see IMHA more commonly in Cocker Spaniels and Rottweilers. It's less commonly seen in cats. If your cat was diagnosed with IMHA, that's really, really rare. I'll probably see that two or three times a year. But please be aware, this disease can cause increased destruction of red blood cells or those red blood cells rupturing. The third cause of anemia that I see is from blood loss. So if your cat was diagnosed with some type of terrible cancer and that cancer causes internal bleeding, we can see blood loss from that. Sometimes it's from internal bleeding, secondary to trauma. Like if you have a cat that goes outside and they were hit by a car or they were attacked by another animal, we can see blood loss that way. So again, those are the three general categories for why I see anemia in cats. Now, I'm also gonna tell you, and all you cat owners also know that cats are special. We know that cats are not like dogs at all. And this includes the red blood cells too. Now, cats as a species are actually at higher risk for red blood cell injury. And that's because they have really unique hemoglobin. Hemoglobin is a molecule inside a red blood cell that's the most important part. That's what carries oxygen. So because cats have an atypical hemoglobin, they are slightly at increased risk for developing red blood cell rupture secondary to other diseases. I'll talk about these diseases in just a few minutes. So what are the classic signs of anemia I want you to look out for? Cats, again, are gonna be really, really stoic. And most of the time in cats, the anemia is usually chronic. In other words, it took several days to weeks to maybe even months for that anemia to develop. And that's gonna be a lot different from acute blood loss. But because cats are so stoic, please know that by the time I see you bring in your cat for anemia into the ER, it's really, really bad. But please know the signs are really subtle. So what signs do I want you to look for? Signs of having really pale pink gums or pale white gums. Now, if you get the chance, lift up your cat's gum and take a look at the inside of their lip. And you'll notice it's a pinkish color, but it's not as pink compared to other dogs. Cats in general are slightly paler than dogs, but if all of a sudden you notice your cat is hiding or excessively thirsty, they're not eating as much, they're lethargic or sleeping a lot, lift up their gum to check out their gum color. If it's pale white, please get to a vet right away. Some other signs that we can see include hiding, and that to me is my go-to sign. You need to get to the ER vet immediately 
even if it's a Saturday or a Sunday or 2 a.m. Cats hiding is a really severe sign, so we want to seek veterinary attention immediately. Breathing harder than usual, opening their mouth to breathe. We know that cats don't like to breathe through their mouth, so as soon as we see that, that warrants an immediate trip to the ER vet. Evidence of any kind of blood loss. For example, if you're petting your cat on the belly and you notice a lot of bruising in the skin or you notice they're losing some blood into the urine or feces or they're bleeding from their nose, you need to get to a vet right away. Some other signs of anemia in cats include a yellow tinge to their skin. That's what we call jaundice. Sometimes that's a sign of liver disease, but Sometimes that's a sign of those red blood cells rupturing. It's that red blood cell pigment that's being broken down and getting stuck in the skin, causing that jaundice color. Other less common signs of anemia include having a really distended stomach, losing weight, collapsing, or acutely dying. And obviously, we want to avoid that. Now, I'll share my own personal story of my old cat named Lily. Lily was 13 years old and she was a beautiful calico. I actually used to weigh her and my other cat once a month. And that's because my other cat had chronic kidney disease. So I was always carefully monitoring my two cats by just weighing them once a month. I always recorded this so I knew when they were losing weight. Well, one day I weighed Lily and she was just 0.2 pounds lighter than normal. That was a little bit weird because she had always been consistently one weight for the previous year. Well, thankfully I was home, but I just happened to be downstairs scooping her litter box when I noticed that she had just used the box, came out of the box, and collapsed. This is extremely rare and extremely unusual. I took out my stethoscope, I looked at her gums, and they looked slightly pale pink. I noticed she started open mouth breathing and breathing harder, and I took her immediately to the ER vet where I work. Unfortunately, she ended up being diagnosed with really, really rare internal bleeding. And remember how I mentioned that internal bleeding is one of the top three causes of anemia in dogs and cats. Well, unfortunately, I ended up doing x-rays and an ultrasound, and she was diagnosed with a really aggressive cancer, what we think was pancreatic adenocarcinoma or pancreatic cancer. And unfortunately, she wasn't a candidate for surgery, which I initially wanted to do because she already had cancer spread to her lungs. That's how quick anemia can take effect. So please know if your cat was just diagnosed with it, you did not miss any of these subtle clinical signs. Sometimes it just happens really quickly like I did with my cat. We'll continue with this really important topic about anemia in cats right after these messages from our sponsors. As a dog owner and veterinarian, I spoil my own dog, Milo. Not only does he get to sleep on my bed, but he gets his pick of treats whenever we go to the pet store. I want to take great care of him as he pays it back tenfold in loyalty and affection. I want to keep him as happy and healthy as possible. That's why I like to give him a dental treat that offers more. Daily Dose is a two-in-one dual-benefit dog chew that supports dental hygiene and full body health. With Daily Dose, your dog gets a daily dental scrub and powerful supplements to help with the biggest health concerns facing our dogs. Daily Dose was developed by veterinarians to be simple to use and super effective. Plus, dogs love the taste. It comes in four types, available for joint, skin, heart health, or calming. What I like about them, they have ingredients that I'd recommend as a veterinarian, and they're made in the USA. To help keep your dog happier and healthier, try Daily Dose, because one shoe a day may keep your veterinarian away. 
Visit yourpetsdailydose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code ERVET. That's E-R-V-E-T. It's more than a treat. It's a treatment. One chew a day for happier, healthier dog ears. Pork chops. His coat is very thick. He's an Akita, German Shepherd, Lab, Husky mix. Harold, the Border Collie pit mix, has the most beautiful jet black coat. Stuart, my rat carrier, has fur now where he never had it before. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite will give them a beautiful, lustrous coat. It will make you smile. You get some Dynavite, how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet Welcome back to ER Vet. We've been talking about anemia in cats. And again, that means that your cat has a decreased number of red blood cells in the body. We talked about the three general categories that cause anemia, blood loss, inadequate production from the bone marrow, or rupture or destruction of the red blood cells. I talked about some of the subtle clinical signs that cats will show when they're anemic, like lethargy, hiding, difficulty breathing, panting more, sleeping more. But what actually causes anemia? First of all, anemia is never normal, unless you're a very, very young kitten. If your cat was diagnosed with it, your cat needs a workup to find out what's going on. Now, I will say there are some good causes for anemia, some that are really easy to fix, and there's some really, really bad causes of anemia. I'm going to say at the ER vet, the majority of the time when I'm diagnosing it, it's bad. But I want to talk about some of the underlying causes that are easily treatable. And the first one is a flea infestation. Now, it's not very common that I see this, but in really, really young pediatric kittens, sometimes I'll see kittens that are so covered in fleas that the fleas have sucked out over half that poor kitten's blood volume. That's right. And that's just from horrible fleas. If you notice little specks of what looks like ground pepper flecks on your kitten's bed or on their fur, That's typically what we call flea dirt in that digested blood that's defecated out from a flea. You can use a flea comb, but if you're seeing these little black specks, please be aware your cat may have a flea infestation. In a previous episode, I've talked about the importance of keeping your cat, yes, even your indoor cat, on flea and tick medication. So this is one of the easiest ways of being able to treat anemia if your cat has underlying fleas. There are some cats that also have gastrointestinal parasites. If they have really severe whipworm, roundworm infections, that can also slowly cause anemia because the gastrointestinal parasites are taking that blood out of the intestinal tract. A second cause of anemia that's actually relatively easy to treat but totally preventable are poisons. That's right, you heard me, poisons. This is when you add small amounts of garlic or onion powder onto your kitten's food or your cat's food. Please never add any powder onto your cat's food unless you've talked to your vet, your ER vet, or the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. 
Because a few times when I see poisoning causing anemia, it's usually from a well-intended cat owner who's sprinkling a little bit of garlic or onion powder onto the food chronically. And they're trying to get their cat to eat, but please know this is chronically poisonous to your cat. There are a couple other poisons that can cause anemia. If your cat is exposed to a lot of heavy metals, and that's relatively rare. If your cat accidentally ate a Tylenol, which is acetaminophen or paracetamol in other countries, this can also cause anemia. Sometimes rare drug reactions will cause it. If you have a cat that's hyperthyroid and your cat's on a drug called methimazole or the brand name tapazole, very rarely that can cause anemia too. So there's a couple of good causes for anemia in kittens or cats. And again, that's fleas, gastrointestinal parasites, certain poisons or toxins or rare medication drug reactions. These are totally treatable and very easy to treat. However, the other causes of anemia sometimes aren't as good. Now, as an emergency critical care specialist, I'm going to tell you that the number one reason why I see anemia in cats is from chronic kidney failure. I've done a previous episode on kidney disease, so I want you to make sure that you check that out, especially for cat owners, because we know chronic renal failure or chronic kidney failure is unfortunately one of the top three causes of death in cats. When we see cats with kidney failure, it means that 75% of both their kidneys aren't filtering or working anymore. And you may not know this, but when the kidneys don't work, they no longer produce the hormone erythropoietin. If you've ever heard of erythropoietin, that's often abbreviated EPO. And if you're really into biking, you probably know about EPO because that's what a lot of bikers are busted for when it comes to drug doping. Erythropoietin is actually a natural hormone that your kidneys release, and they actually stimulate your bone marrow to produce more red blood cells. So when your cat's in kidney failure, unfortunately, they're not going to produce this hormone, erythropoietin, and that's going to actually result in your cat becoming gradually more and more anemic. So again, that's one of the top causes that I end up seeing. Less commonly are immune-mediated problems. Again, this is when your cat's own immune system is attacking their own red blood cells. And the fancy name for that is called immune-mediated hemolytic anemia, or IMHA. Some less common causes of anemia are infectious diseases like feline leukemia, feline immunodeficiency virus, FIV, or kitty AIDS. If your cat tests positive for feline leukemia, unfortunately, the prognosis is really poor, especially if they're already anemic. So that's why I'm always an advocate. If you just adopted a new cat or kitten, or you're bringing a new cat into the household, it is imperative that you always blood test them for feline leukemia or kitty AIDS before you expose your cat to another cat. The next cause of anemia that I often see is unfortunately due to cancer. Again, that's what happened with my own cat with pancreatic cancer, but we can see different types of cancer, sometimes in the kidney, the spleen, the liver, the bone marrow that end up causing this anemia. Very rarely genetic defects or iron deficiency or metabolic problems or even red blood cell parasites can even cause anemia. As you can see, there's a whole gamut of different causes for anemia in cats. And that's why it's important that you go to your veterinarian and get a thorough veterinary workup. This is going to include a thorough physical exam, getting an appropriate history from you, and doing a bunch of blood tests. And the first blood test I'm going to start with is, again, that feline leukemia or kitty AIDS test. 
I'm then going to recommend doing a complete blood count, which looks at the red and white blood cells. It looks at the platelet count. It looks at how active your cat's bone marrow is. I'm going to do a special test called a reticulocyte count. This isn't a test I normally do, but I do it specifically in anemic cats or dogs to see if their bone marrow is actually making young, immature red blood cells. It should be trying to churn them out. The next test I'm going to do is that chemistry test. And this is going to look at the kidney function, the liver function, the cat's protein level, the blood sugar, the salt balance, oftentimes a urine test is important to help look for the presence of red blood cells or bacteria in the urine. And then the next two most important tests are going to be either x-rays or an ultrasound. These will look at the architecture or the size of the organs to make sure nothing else is going on. Now, most of the time, your veterinarian may refer you to a veterinary specialist for more aggressive workup to find out what's causing that anemia. And that might include tests like a blood type, so we can give your cat a blood transfusion. Yes, we do that in veterinary medicine. It might include a test called a Coombs test, which looks to see if there's a, an immune-related cause for that anemia. Or it could be some tests that test specifically for infectious disease, like hemobartonella or other diseases. Sometimes I'll even do a clotting test or a bone marrow aspirate. Sometimes I'll do genetic tests or iron levels. As you can imagine, these tests can be really expensive and sometimes it can exceed several thousand dollars to find out that underlying cause for anemia. So when in doubt, talk to your veterinarian and I always recommend a referral to a board certified veterinary internal medicine specialist or a criticalist for further workup. That way we can work with you to figure out what the most important tests are. More importantly, how do we treat it? When it comes to anemia in cats, we typically want to treat the underlying cause. Now I can fix it by giving a blood transfusion, but I need to find out if there's other problems going on. If it's kidney failure, then sometimes IV fluids or replacing that urethropoietin, changing the diet and careful monitoring can help. If it's an immune-mediated disease, I'll oftentimes use immunosuppressive drugs like prednisolone to help suppress the immune system. If the anemia is due to cancer, sometimes I'll consider surgery or chemotherapy. If it's from easy to treat causes like flea anemia, I'm gonna use a fast killing safe cat specific flea and tick medication. When in doubt, please know that there's lots of options for treating your cat. And just because your cat is anemic doesn't mean it's a death sentence. The safest thing you can do is to keep your cat indoors, Keep all poisons out of reach, making sure not to use garlic powder or onion powder, making sure your cat always has access to fresh, clean water in multiple locations and multiple sources. And when in doubt, talk to your vet about doing blood work more frequently on your cat. I'll tell you what I do on my own cat. Once my own cat is over 10 years of age, I actually stop doing the vaccines, except the ones required by law, such as rabies. And instead, I save that money on doing blood work instead. As my cats become middle-aged or geriatric, I actually do blood work once or twice a year because that way I can screen for diseases like kidney disease sooner. The sooner we diagnose a problem, the sooner we can recognize it, and the sooner we can treat it, which means that the prognosis is better. When in doubt, talk to your veterinarian, but if your cat's showing significant signs, please get to that ER vet right away. Well, that brings me to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook or Instagram at Dr. Justine Lee, or email me your pet questions at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode.
Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.